Palace Audio. Good morning, Rapid City from Studio 4B. Citizens rest! <laughs> okay. Oh, I love it. Lieutenant Moser obviously had his car roll in Mountain Dew this morning. Let's Good morning, go. Rapid City. Ah, Been damn. a while. Been a while. I feel I'm, so alive now. I'm so glad you're here. See, see what Man. happens when we when we give it a, a little extra time in between uh, episodes. Well, I yeah. saw the Studio 4B sign again above the door, and I just had to work it in. It just hit nice. you, right? It just hit me. I had to go with it. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Run, <laughs> take it into turn three and four for the checkered flag. It's <laughs> Lieutenant Moser <laughs> for the win. Oh my god! All right, so, anyway, I better tame it down here a little bit. I'm supposed to be professional. <laughs> so how's uh, how's things been for our fellow officers on the streets? No, it's been good. It's been yeah. good. Kind of busy this morning. We got all of our, I shouldn't say all of our officers. That'd be a heck of a lot of officers out and about. But we got a handful of officers out at our schools this morning. I'm yep. uh, just trying to reassure the public that uh, we're keeping a strong key eye out in regards to our schools and our safeties and we're, as it relates to the unfortunate event yesterday. So, yeah, that's what we're up to this morning. We'll probably be out uh, again this afternoon uh, but as far as highlights crime wise i think we've been pretty mellow for the last few why'd you guys weeks. cancel on us the other day uh what did we cancel on? what's oh, more important friday, than us friday. uh what did i have friday morning god i don't even remember or no that was monday 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 morning Mon- oh yeah monday monday morning monday morning so i did have to meet with uh I'm just going to leave that alone. Okay. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Some things yeah. are better just not spoken about. Left unsaid. I think he had karaoke or something going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> karaoke practice. Well, and like you were alluding to earlier is the unfortunate events that as we're recording this episode, yesterday there was that shooting down in Texas mm. in an elementary school of all places. Absolutely horrible. Sick. No oh. shootings are cool ever. But to make it even worse, it's it's an elementary school. Yeah. So very sad. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the families and everybody down there. But that's an unfortunate scene. And I know mm-hmm. you guys probably don't know any more details than any of us know no. as far as I think it's 18 kids and, and a teacher that are, that are dead from that shooting. And I, I, I don't quite understand the motivation from what I've heard or read. All hearsay is like some 18, somebody that's 18 jumped out of a moving pickup and then just went in and started shooting up the school? Yeah, I mean, it's hard at this stage in the process to even start trying to understand somebody's motivation, especially if they're not around anymore to to tell us about it. You know, so I I think, you know, the authorities down there have have a lot of work ahead of them to, you know, try and, and do everything they can to figure out who this person was, what sort of background they had, uh, how they lived their life and sort of what influences might have gone into this this person's decision to do what they did. Yeah. And it's it's incredibly unfortunate. I, I feel for all the families down there. I feel for everybody affected by this, including the first responders who have to go and, and make sense of this mess. But the the reality is is that they're gonna do the best they can to get to the, the bottom of it and you know, I hope with time you know, if, if not the general public, then maybe some of the, the families of the victims can, can come to a better understanding of why this happened. Yeah, yeah. it's very unfortunate, very sad. It is. I, what I guess, and around here, I know going and visiting my kids at school, the doors are always locked. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be buzzed yeah. in. 
And so I don't, you know, I guess I don't know the situation down there, but I know here it almost be impossible, you know, and mm-hmm. unless I guess in, even the door structure is, is pretty solid. I don't even know how you would enter it, say, if you were to shoot at it, yeah. you know. Or a uh, window. Yeah, mm-hmm. or exactly, or a window even. I mean, it. so thankfully yeah. around here I feel like we're taking a lot of good steps and measures to, you, you say you think that it wouldn't happen, but it, I don't know. I guess where yeah. there's a will, there's a way. Well, I, I I think, you know, if if you spend any amount of time listening to scanner traffic around here, you'll see that we – we put at least one school on secure status, uh, you know, every week as a result of just being being preventative because we might have a, a traffic stop that's escalating nearby or mm-hmm. we might have, you know, a burglary that took place in, in, you know, proximity to a school. And so we just preventatively put that, that school on not lockdown but secure status just to, to make sure that we're protecting those kids in the any sort of off chance that – Somebody might want to go after that school for whatever reason. And it happens on a fairly regular basis, but we'd rather do that and be safe than not have done it and then have something tragic happen in our own schools. Right. That's awesome that you guys are taking it upon yourself to just step up and and be there. Just to be there, just to reassure the public, just to be be seen and be present, I think, uh, sometimes goes a long ways. I think it it speaks to that uh, awesome working relationship that we have with the school district. You know, we were one of the first school liaison officer programs in the country way back in the day when we started it. And so we've maintained a very, very good working relationship with our school district, the students and faculty over there. And uh, obviously, you know, it, it's we, we put a giant priority on maintaining those relationships in the school because protecting our youth is one of our biggest priorities as a as a police agency. So yeah. uh, I think you're seeing that in action this morning. Well, thank you. I th- you guys make me feel safe. I'm I mean, I love our police force here. Well, we love you, too. Yeah. Our heroes. Our heroes. We had a community question. What do officers expect from someone when they when they get pulled over so say you're pulling me over what do you expect from me i mean you know everybody probably does something different it's like their windows are up their music's blaring they're like sup officer fancy meeting you here i mean what would you expect hands out the window you know what i mean like one extreme to another kind of thing you see that on tv a lot you see people stick their hands out the window i mean if you want to do that that's fine that's certainly not going to hurt anything but it's certainly nothing that we expect i guess the 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 things that uh, i particularly appreciate is is when a car pulls over pretty promptly um gets out of the roadway sometimes helps uh, the other thing is, is is that they get the window rolled down right away so we could see what's going on inside uh-huh. the car. That's kind of huge. Uh, stereo turned down is always helpful. But beyond all of that, uh, the, the number one thing that I think goes uh, furthest with me is just be polite. Uh, it's kind of a crummy deal that, yeah, you're getting pulled over and, you know, you're going to have to speak to law enforcement in regards to whatever the issue is. But, uh, you know, just... Talk to the police officer as if you would talk to one of your friends, and uh, things will probably go pretty darn smoothly. Uh, contrary to that, it, uh, it sometimes is a pain in the butt, I would say, when yeah. you get someone who's angry and yelling right off the bat. That doesn't help 
super defensive. Yeah, that doesn't help anything. Or, you know, there's going to be times where you get pulled over and uh, you disagree with the police officer. Just know that that's probably not the time to argue. Uh, the time to argue would be is, of course, in front of the judge in a, in a court setting, a more professional, laid-out process rather than on the side of the road where really nothing's going to come of good as far as just arguing with the police officer. Just It never turns out well sometimes, so, yeah, be polite, pull over, roll your window down, turn your music down, and uh, things will probably go for its best. You don't have to turn the car off? No. Wow, no, I always no. thought that. Yeah, but again, it's a good thing to do, I suppose. Uh, it's, God, with gas prices nowadays, that's <laughs> never going to happen. And if somebody does stick their hands out the window, you're probably going to know they've done this before. <laughs> they've yeah, they've it's, probably it's, been it's, to jail. It's, you, it's actually, <laughs> I think, more uncommon than what some people probably think. Uh, typical traffic stop, the cars will pull over, roll their windows down, and We'll have a cordial conversation and, you know, we'll either educate the public as far as providing a warning or sometimes we'll take it the next step and issue a citation. But again, just uh, have a easy, easy peasy conversation with the police officer and things might work out for you. What's the most annoying thing that people do? Oh, God, my pet peeve would be cigarettes out the window. That one bugs the heck out of (laughs) me. Where you walk up and they got their arms in there with a cigarette? Yeah, and then they throw it out the window. uh, Every person kind of has their pet peeves, and that's probably one of mine. So, yeah, yeah, if you're going to smoke in your car, use your ashtray. But uh, I don't think they have ashtrays in them. You can put an ashtray in your car if you smoke in it. True, <laughs> yes. So for me, you maybe, are an ashtray if you smoke. <laughs> maybe for me, and this comes from being like a CDL driver and a truck driver, is officers don't always just pull you over because you were doing something wrong. And that's my experience as being a CDL driver. Is a highway patrolman will pull us over just to give us a check. You know what I mean? Yeah, just safety a, check. A safety check, just to check you over. I don't know if that goes over to say inside the city limits like do you guys pull somebody over just to be like hey maybe this fits a description the vehicle maybe you know like not necessarily they were speeding or they blew a stop sign but do you pull over to kind of do a check or yeah i mean we'll have we'll have crimes associated uh with like a specific vehicle that matches a description right and Mm -hmm. we see a vehicle in the area that matches that description it's upon us to i mean it's our duty to check and make sure that that car is either involved or not involved. And so, you know, there are times where we it, it's not the right vehicle, but we have to do our job and check. Mm-hmm. And so a little bit of understanding for that goes a long way too. And we're not, we're not out there to, to jack anybody up. We're not yeah. out there to, we're just out there to check on these circumstances and we're gonna do it in the most professional way possible right. until we're met with, you know, anything other than, you know, courtesy. Yeah. And what is the law to go with that? Do they need to break a law for you to pull them over? No. um, I'll give you an example. This one occurs every so often, and I call them booze bandits. They like to go (laughs) into like a convenience store and they make a dash for the Budweiser or whatever type of booze they get in their cooler. And then they'll uh, run out of this convenience store. They'll forget to pay and they'll hop in their car and they'll take off. Well, of course, the uh, clerk would at in this scenario, let's say the clerk says it's a red 
passenger car with a headlight out and a white sticker on the back window. Okay. And uh, the police are going to the scene of the crime, and lo and behold, there goes a red car, yep. a white sticker. Is it reasonable to believe that that car is probably involved in this that very well could be very well could be or at least does it create some suspicion correct and if it creates that reasonable suspicion then we can take the next step to stop the car and once we dispel that this actually isn't the car that's involved mm-hmm. in the crime then we have to end our stop there and then the vehicle yep. and the occupants are sent have a good rest of your day exactly yeah so yeah. I guess in an effort, what I was trying to say is like, even if as a citizen, if you're listening to this, then then just because you're getting pulled over doesn't mean you have to be on the defense. It doesn't necessarily no, mean you've done no. anything wrong. You know, just no. and, and we'll do traffic stops to uh, uh, address equipment violations, too, uh, whether yeah. it might be a taillight out yeah. or, you know, we want to we want to educate before we have to take that sort of punitive measure. You Citation. Know, you, yeah, yeah. So we want to. In most cases, we want to give you a warning for an equipment violation. Have you get it addressed before we have to give you, you know, a, a, a citation or it escalates to the level where the only way we see that you're going to fix it is through a citation. Is there mm-hmm. a way to get out of a speeding ticket? Um, there's no clear defined <laughs> way to get out of a speeding ticket, but there I will, is. I will give you, just you some pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or don't speed. Exactly. But you know, if you, if you are pulled over, I, I think your question is if you get pulled over for speeding, what's the best, could you w- tell a joke? Or? Yeah. What, what's yeah. the best way to come away with a <laughs> yeah. warning instead of a citation? Yeah. Right. Uh, number one, courtesy. Okay. Uh, seriously. Uh, the number one uh, thing that's going to affect the outcome of any traffic stop is your attitude and demeanor on that traffic stop. Okay. Yeah, so very not, very fair to say. Uh, you know, even with my kids, uh, my kids can do something wrong, and if they deny it and they know they're responsible for it, the hammer's coming down. <laughs> but you know mm-hmm. what? If they hold themselves accountable, and if it's not that big of a deal, and if it's a first time, their chances of uh, walking away from that without a lashing while kids will save and just of course joking for that matter uh, is a lot more easy to go with. So my take from this, be kind, be honest, keep some dad jokes in your car. Yeah, maybe yeah. perhaps. Up. You never know. <laughs> dad <laughs> jokes are a good <laughs> de-escalation tool. Yeah. Look at his face. Do you think I got any speeding tickets? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I got a lot of them. All right, Dylan, intern Dylan had a question. He he was out and about this weekend. So on uh, Saturday night, you know, I was out and about, had a a stop at Patty's and Press Start. And on my way home, there was like four cop cars outside of Press Start. Yeah. Uh, Can you talk about that at all? He says everybody was freaking out. Yeah, Saturday was an interesting night for sure. Some guys got in a fight at Patty's and then... Got my ride, picked me up. I had to walk down towards uh, 445, and there was a bunch of cop cars outside of Press Start. Yeah, so what I remember from reading the shift summary on that one, and, and maybe Lieutenant Mosier can fill in some blanks or correct me, get me back on the right path if I'm, if I'm off, but I believe it started as a disturbance between two different parties at that particular venue, and there was shouts or exclamations of somebody having a gun, which immediately escalates the situation. And so that's why you see so many, so many officers there is because, you know, it's a, it's a disturbance, potential physical violence 
with a gun that could escalate to like an aggravated assault or a possible homicide. So thankfully that wasn't the case, but of course we gotta we gotta once again we gotta validate. We gotta check on the situation. Maybe the gun was just like one of the games he was playing like the old West thing. <laughs> yeah, Preston. Arguing about Pac-Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You never know. But uh, those games get real. Yeah. I think we did end up tracking the parties down and, and getting to the bottom of it. That's good. Yeah. Any other interesting things happening out there? I'm doing a traffic study on Jackson Boulevard as far as speed goes. That's pretty <laughs> exciting. When you Is that what those strips are <laughs> in the road? No. Actually, those are traffic counters that will track the amount of traffic that's traveling through the particular area. But uh, one thing that I am working on out on uh, West Rapid City, uh, I'm the West Side Sector Lieutenant. So basically I look for uh, problem areas on the West Side and address them to see what we can do to make things better. And uh, particularly out on Jackson, it's a 35 mile an hour speed zone. Oh, really? So we have been working with uh, traffic engineering and other entities to put up those uh, traffic signs with the radars on them. You know what I mean? That gives you the speed. So uh, the last time we did a traffic study out there was just a few months ago, and just in like one day, I think we had over like 20,000 cars. But uh, yeah, that's what my plan is today. I think that's pretty exciting. (laughs) Why why are those things always flashing? I, those radar things. You I come by, they, they always flash. It's like, yeah, I know I'm doing I 45. What's the, I think it's just it's just why does it have a 35 number? The actual flashing, <laughs> not, not so much a light. As far, the whole, the whole <laughs> speed is flashing. Yeah, oh. you know, you kind of joke about that, but actually uh, there have been some really high speed readings come back on some of those traffic studies, and uh, some of those, I think, pertain to, uh, I'll just say, uh, it's a dare. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> see that and they want to see how high they can get that Ooh, speed. I want to go. try. You no. still Extremely owe me. dangerous. Don't do that, please. <laughs> you uh, still owe me a 12 second car. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile out of time. When this light turns green, I'm going for it. But yeah, that's that's on the agenda for today. But other than that, things are going smooth. Knock yeah. on wood. That's Whatever the, happened to the four wheeler in Sioux Park? Uh, the dude that tore it up. The off-roader, yeah. The, the off-roader. Pickup. So we were able to uh, identify that individual, and we got his parents involved. Uh, we interviewed him, and that situation was rectified with a juvenile petition for oh, his okay. arrest. So that investigation turned out for us, and I'm sure that's still going through the court process. Poor fella. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that, a lot of damage can be done with just a few <laughs> minutes with a vehicle out on something like that. It's going to take a lot of TikTok views to yeah, pay for that <laughs> In Northside News, we have started the process of opening a new substation up Oh, north. yeah. Really? That's kind of yeah. cool. So we, uh, you're familiar with some of the, the issues that we've been trying to tackle up in the area of those three big apartment complexes up there. Mm. And so we've actually been able to secure a uh, property there just off Knollwood Drive that we can equip into a Northside substation where we already have a full-time sergeant out there working on, on issues specific to that particular neighborhood. So he can be based there, and then uh, we can also have several other staff members based up there too, just as an effort to kind of target some proactive police activity and, and enforcement actions, community outreach up there, all out of this this one office. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The old Chuck E. Cheese location. Oh, wow. So if you what? 
Yeah. Did they leave any games behind? No, that they probably did leave. What was it? A bunny suit? Or what kind of suit was that? It's that a rat suit. A rabbit. A rat. rat. Yeah. Rat they suit. probably yeah. left that. Well, I doubt it, but it would be kind of cool. It would be. It, it yeah. might still <laughs> smell of pizza <laughs> and beer. Yeah. Well, that'd be really cool if the kitchen was still there. You guys could be cooking pizzas, and yeah. kids come by for some wings. Hey, hey, hey! It's a police station, not a fire station. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, yeah. donuts, yeah. donuts. Because <laughs> if it was a fire station, that beer tap would still be going, <laughs> yeah. and there'd, there'd be like bunk beds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we do have one more kid question. Yes. Nice. <laughs> These are the kid questions are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Sonic Two? No. Yes. I haven't seen the you first. You saw one. it? Yeah. Well, this was already a kid question. It was Sonic yeah. Two was. Yeah. 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 I remember this exact. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sonic Two Two. <laughs> did the you know? Deuce. Did you know Sonic Two is now available on Paramount Plus, and I you can d- watch it for free? I did. Well, watch it for free, but you got to pay for Paramount. I, I want to yeah. know if the kid asking this question has seen Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus. No, because there's a nice Sonic reference in that. Is there really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be Michael's homework. There you go. That's it. I love. I used to run home from school to watch Chippendales. Disney yeah. Afternoons was the, the was cartoon. The jam. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would. I would. If you. <laughs> I didn't, want, I didn't race home to watch Chippendale highlights. Wow. You know, it was like, no. We did. We okay. had no clue. Wow. That's why I can dance so good. All I did was watch Chippendale dancers growing up. I wondered. That's why I keep this physique. I bet Lieutenant Mosier did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Why, am, why am I in this uniform? Yeah. <laughs> He's the Chippendale guy. Oh my gosh. Those pants have Velcro on the side. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, where are you guys off to now? Uh, I I have a lot of catch up to do. I was on the East Coast all week last week, and so got a whole mountain of emails to go through. Okay. Headed to police headquarters. So, with that said, over and out. Over and out, dude. Breaker. Be safe out there. Breaker. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Yeah,